Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with our study of Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 reads, And he gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers. Please listen to Pastor Harris as he explains the role of the teaching pastor in today's portion of this week's message entitled, Why Have Pastors? Now, who do we equip? The saints. Saints is that word that describes all believers. It literally is holy ones. A saint is a holy one because he or she is in Christ. His righteousness credited to their account. They stand in His righteousness and in His holiness. They stand in His grace. It is a, a especially subtle and damaging heresy that Satan invented to hijack this word saints and to apply it only to a certain very small group of dead people that ought to be venerated and that we ought to pray to. That is absolutely foreign to the meaning of the word saints. It means those who are in Christ. And notice then this passage says that every single person in the body of Christ, every saint, should be equipped to be engaged in spiritual labor. We talk about the ministry and what has to be done. No one person does the work of the ministry. We all collectively do the work of the ministry. We're all responsible for it. So what does this equipping involve? Well, you have to know what God says, and you have to know how to make a wise application of what He says through His Word. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 is a classic verse. We use it often in the context of describing the sufficiency of Scripture. Well, it has to do with equipping saints. It says, seeing that His divine power has granted to us Everything pertaining to life and godliness through the true knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and excellence. How do you get to know everything you need for life and godliness? By knowing God, by knowing His Son. How do you get to know God and know His Son? By the Word that they have given to us. And here's how to make it a, a living reality in your life. Here's how to, to, to joyfully be a part of the process of being equipped. Some of us have the responsibility to, to proclaim things on a wide scale. All of us have a responsibility to respond on a personal scale. Another verse you know by heart. All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, 2 Timothy 3.16. All of God's Word is profitable for your spiritual growth. This equips you. Um, the word teaching is the, that refers to the truth of what God says. It's the word often translated doctrine. Then reproof, that's when the Word of God points out that your behavior doesn't match up with the teaching of His Word. Remember like James 1 says, we stare into the, the mirror of His Word and it reflects back what needs to change. That, that's, that's reproof. 
The Bible teaches us what is, what is right and also points out the error when we deviate from that. That leads to the third one, correction. That's showing you how to get your behavior back in line with the teaching. That's showing you how to repent, how to turn back to the right way, how to get back on course with the, with the teaching. It helps you understand forgiveness and restoration. Now, the result of teaching plus reproof plus correction is, right there, training in righteousness. And that word training is very closely related to the word equipping. It's not that they're cognates, but they talk about the same idea. The word training is the word paideia, from which we get our words pedagogue and pedagogy. It's the word that describes the, the instruction and the discipline of a child on his way to maturity. So if you want to be mature in Christ, here's what you do. You take in the word, you let it teach you, you let it, you let it reprove you, you let it correct you, and it trains you. And then, never quote 1 Timothy 3.16 and stop there. The sentence continues in verse 17, so that the man of God may be adequate, that means fitted or complete, may be adequate for, uh, adequate, equipped for every good work. The word equipped there is a cognate of the word in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 12. It means completed, brought to a suitable state. If you're the ship, ready to sail. If you're the machine, ready to plug it in. If you're the car, ready to start the engine. That comes through understanding and applying the Word of God. So, why have pastors? Well, when you look carefully at God's Word, the job description of the teaching pastor is very narrowly focused on instructing believers in those things that enable them to know the Lord and serve the Lord and proclaim His good news. Let me give you one of those golden passages. I love things like this because it tells you God's will for your life. You don't need to pray about it. You don't need to tweak it. Just read it and believe it. Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Now, the God of peace, who brought up from the dead the great shepherd, pastor, shepherd, the, the, the caretaker, he brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, equip you in every good thing to do His will, working in us that which is pleasing in His sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. It's just a constant, daily process, always nibbling away to learn more about your Savior, to learn more about who God is, and pass it on. Paul's last letter to Timothy, he wrote 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2, the things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. So Paul teaches Timothy who finds others and teaches them who find others to teach and on and on. That's the teaching pastor's part of what we need to be all about. Now I want to finish same way I did last week, except for the spectacular story about the fellowship of the unashamed. I know we're moving very slowly through this, but I want to just remind you again, why should saints be equipped? We're at the top of this sentence that runs six verses long here. We will put all this together in our next few visits to it. 
But let me read this to you. Here's the plan. And as I said, the success or failure, the, the growth or the atrophy in any church is directly related to the level of buy-in on the part of all the people to this, the plan of God. Listen again. And he gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into Him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. Now we're going to be away from Ephesians for two Sundays, Lord willing, Christmas and the New Year. Look back a year, if you will, and ask yourself, am I more mature in my walk with the Lord now than I was a year ago? Uh, that's, I mean, be honest. And what might I do in the coming year to be more mature in my walk with Christ than I am now? Well, see Ephesians 4, 11 through 16 and make all the resolutions you want. More importantly, just grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. My friends, the ministry is not mine, it's ours. The ministry belongs to you. You are the key to building up the body of Christ. The job will not be done until every member of Christ's body is mature. And the whole process depends on that which every joint supplies. You want those things? I trust you do. They're there for the taking. We'll do our best to equip, lead, set an example, help maybe fix things that are broken, help put some wheels back on the track if they get off the track. But by God's grace, we can be what He collectively wants us, or what He wants us to be collectively as one manifestation of the church, the body of Christ. Remember that thing I read last week, the fellowship of the unashamed? Remember how that ended up? Lord, my colors will be easy to see. That's what we're after. Father, thank you for your grace to us in which we stand. I pray that for each of us, our colors will indeed be easy to see. That we would be known as the Christ ones. Those people who love their Lord. Those people who are constantly sharing the good news of eternal life through their Savior. Have your way in each of our lives, Father. We know we live in that constant battle between reality and perfection, but help us be growing, help us be caring about how our walk with you is, and help us always to look with an eye to those around us. How can we help them be more like the Savior, in whose name we pray, amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.